Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in your impact and your leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today I am joined by my very special guest, Lindy Lewis. Lindy is a recovering alpha female. Leaving the top of the corporate ladder to manage an autoimmune disease, single parenting of three small children, and coping with exhaustion, expectations, and conditioning, she had to unlearn her habits and recognize the strength in forging her own life path. She now shares the fast track for type A women to live a more balanced and celebrated life. She founded her company to empower the type A all-day woman to listen to the whispers of her heart, pursuing passion and purpose. So I am very excited to connect with you, Lindy. We met at Steve Olsher's New Media Summit, and I am really looking forward to this conversation because I would definitely have put myself as a type A all day kind of person and and, and definitely in, uh, you know, have been spending a number of years dismantling all of that. So I'm really excited to get to know you a little bit better and hear about your work. I'd love to have you give us a little bit of a backstory though, about anything that you know from either your childhood or your upbringing that contributed to this being type A all day. You bet. Well, first, thank you so much for showing up the way you do in the world and then inviting me to your show, Angel. I really appreciate it. And uh, for me, this is a great opportunity just to support that type A woman, maybe to choose to step in. I mean, that's the hardest part, I think, of my journey now is to try to get women to soften and slow a bit and to come from that place of grace rather than, you know, continuing to recognize their value as all defined on an external level, which actually is a segue into, I think, the childhood. And I see us doing it to children now, but we're so, and I think this happened not only by my parents or religion, it was a combination of all kinds of things, but just striving for perfection. Like, and as soon as it's like this failing prophecy or you, you or because you'll never hit per- perfect, you'll start mm-hmm. the bar comes here and we hit that bar. And all of a sudden when you're type A man, it is, that bar is no longer enough. You got to jump to the next one. And so in that process as a child, and that's with grades, that's with being the best on the soccer team. Did you get invited to the right birthday party? What are you wearing? Is your hair perfect? Is that the right shoes? How many likes do you have? Holy cow, social media is a whole new realm that fortunately, thankfully, we didn't have to deal with, you know, as children, but they sure do now. And and so that external value starts to get formed as a child based on all the accolades, the right school, the 4.2 grades, you know, all of that different stuff has really been a part of it. For me, it was 
you know, just being the best water skier on the lake or the best snow skier, or, you know, did I win the race? Was I a senior class president? All of those different things. And of course, yes, I was. And I went into the right school and all of that was great. And I was so happy and things were super. But the problem is I just never dropped in to being okay with where I am. And maybe I don't have to be the rock star top at whatever I was in my class. And I think it's a fine line because as you start to drop into just maybe recognizing it's okay to do nothing, which is one of my favorite quotes from book one, uh, that it's okay to do nothing. I mean, I, I remember my my partner told me at the time, he's like, you know, it's okay to do nothing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, like, no, <laughs> you know, I was going to drop a little language there, but I won't, but I'm like, no way I got stuff to do places to do, you know, you've always got an agenda. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, the conditioning starts young and we're just full tilt. And in that process, you really miss out on this magical being that you are and you miss the heart whispers. I mean, your head talks your heart out of its knowing. Mm, beautiful. Well, you know, I think there's so much to unpack here. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, there's so much to all. unpack here. And what I think I want to do, where I want to go with this, Lindy, is Uh, what was it after all of that conditioning? And it's not just conditioning. So what I heard there that I think is a real subtle distinction, and I really want my listeners to also hear is not only was there conditioning by parents, maybe by religion, maybe by the teachers in your school, maybe by, you know, the members of your community that had expectations, maybe by grandparents or whatever, wherever the conditioning came from, and certainly from advertising and and Madison Avenue and uh, television and Mm -hmm. even fairy tales, right? This whole idea of being perfect and then it never being enough. In addition to all of that, what I heard there that I think is really important to underscore is that you bought in and then repeatedly reinforced for yourself the pursuit of perfection without stopping at any point along the line to say, oh, I did it. I celebrate this or I celebrate mm-hmm. that. Right. And We're not you, you, taught to celebrate ourselves yeah, at all, yeah. especially as a type A, you, you know, you just start checking the list off and yeah. So what was it that got you to stop? Because I think that's the key is there's got to be a stopping point. Well, there's a break point if you don't stop. And that's, I think, part of my mission is to catch women. It's like you don't have to break. You've got to move stress in the body. And stress is good stress, too. Stress is, you know, being invited to speak on a podcast or having a magical wedding. And that is good stress, too. But you've got to continue moving stress in the body. And so I guess what really stopped me was the autoimmune. So I got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis about 15 years ago. And it was shortly after the divorce and shortly after I was really kind of left holding the bag with three little people. They were two, five, and seven. And I still pushed myself. I'm like, well, all right, I will rise strong. We will get through this. And I think, you know, that that's when the body started to, to truly break down. That's the part that I'm very aware of is that my body does not tend to move stress naturally. I'm a wound type, typically type A. We are energized. We are, it is, let me just start by saying type A, please know it is a magical trait. I do not throw it under the bus. I just say temper her. 
Mm. temper that beautiful side of yourself because she's the one who wrote the books. She's the one that's showing up for you today. She's not out in the garden right now, just, you know, picking her calendula and making a face oil. You know, she is showing up, uh, trying to inspire women to slow down and soften because in that place, you're a better partner. You're far more loving. You're a better parent. You can hold the space for your kids to have a meltdown. Just be like, oh, baby, what's going on for you? Instead of be like, wow, 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 wow. You know, because when you're intense, I mean, you, you tend to just, you meet their energy. But if you have that softer spot, you can really drop in. So I think it was probably a combination of those things, a divorce and the nature of the divorce was quite brutal. I thought, you know, when I'm 60, I don't want my three little people to be pushing me around in a wheelchair. So I better figure this out. And then I started just unwinding the system. You know, mm. I, yeah, I, I remember kind of going even even into the MS doctor and I said, wow, I got this. I'm doing good, you know, and he's like, wow, you are. But just to let you know, we did an MRI and you've got new lesions down your thoracic spine. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And basically, even that I shined up the disease and I took what they told me and I carried on like a soldier. And rather than just let myself come apart, have a come apart. And there was no room for that in my alpha world, you know, it mm. just didn't. so, yeah. And so, so you had the break, you had to, you had to break, but I'm hearing here that there are options. And part of what I'm hearing is that you're here to actually help women to do the softening and the stopping consciously before the break and I think one of the biggest things that I know f- this was true for me, and I also know that it's true for a lot of women that I'm connected with, wickedly smart women. I'm interviewing wickedly smart women all the time. And I have a lot of colleagues that are also, you know, probably you could call us all type A's. That idea of softening is, it feels very dangerous. Feels weak. Well, it feels dangerous because it feels weak, right? And so yeah, we can't, there's no room for that, you know. Right, right. So how do you, how do we transmute that belief or that thought form or that pattern that says I have to be hard? Yeah. I have to go hard. I have to be hard. I have you to have, have to my be seen. You have yeah. to you know, make yeah. your way. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely was a bitch on wheels when I was in the real estate business. And 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 that was, you know, 20 years of being mass highly masculinized in a in Absolutely. a masculinized industry. Um, and you know, for me it was a break also. So can we talk about this idea of softening? Because it feels like without feeling, yeah, that's like, dangerous. Well, right? to be honest, I mean, I'll be real honest, Angel. I mean, I think that's why my book's not a top seller is because people are like, yeah, recovering alpha. No, thank you. Right. And I, I, you know, I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's tips and tools that as you start to soften, it takes a minute, but it's just this language of love you start to use with yourself. Mm. And I mean, my life now, I get more done than I ever did. And I, I think that's part of this. We'll still get it done, but you're you're more on purpose. You're more compassionate. You can be empathetic for your colleagues who are projecting at you at work. You know, you're just like, okay, that's not my stuff. I'm gonna let you have it. You just, you come from a very grounded whole place where you're just, you really like yourself. You're just like, wow, I'm, I'm really, I'm just doing the very best I can. Like, which is usually pretty awesome. If you're type A, I mean, you'll drop right back into that, but it takes a minute to unwind the mind. 
And the language we use with ourselves is key. And that's what the books are about is these ahas. It's like, just try one on. You know, if it's a fight to fit, it's the wrong fit. They're not your people. There's others. Yeah. Well, so that right there is a golden nugget (laughs) or a pearl of wisdom. If it's a fight, if it's a fight to fit, they're not your people. I want to, I want to underscore that. Yeah, that's, that's book one. It's like in the aha, it's like the third or fourth aha, but it's just like, I was walking down the road and I'm like, I kept thinking, you know, they're having a party next door and I'm kind of sort of not with a person because, you know, I was divorced. I was really focused on raising the kids and they were having a party and I I wasn't invited. And I'm like, oh man, I should be invited. And you know, all the sadness came in and not belonging. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm just moving through this. They're not my tribe. I'm going to stay committed to my journey of unwinding, being my own best friend. Mm-hmm. And, and the magic will start to come in. And it really, that's, that's the thing. It really does. And it's when you're a little softer, you say it's a dangerous, slippery slope mm-hmm. and it is, but as you start to soften and settle, it is amazing what opens mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. And yeah. well, you know, I, I, I found for myself that softening was definitely the key. And, and one of the things that I have discovered is that it really isn't anything to be afraid of. And when you soften, you actually have the capacity to be even more expansive Mm -hmm. and be able to hold a larger, you know, space for yourself and a space for everyone else. So we are already at the break. We are going to, when we come back, talk a little bit more to Lindy about this topic of being a recovering alpha female and uh, how she helps people in that way. But right now, one of the ways that I'm guessing recovering alpha females, one of the things that they do to uh, soften a little bit is ask for help. So I'm going to ask for help. Wickedly Smart Women, we could use your help today. If you're enjoying this show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. We'd also like to ask you to help us get the word out. Can you please share with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content? Help a gal out and let your sisters, mothers, daughters, friends, and colleagues know about the show so we can serve them too. I do want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing all over the world. We are now downloading in 90 countries, and I will say that I have done nothing (laughs) to make that happen. I'm not forcing or efforting. I am letting it happen all organically, and I'm immensely grateful to all of our listeners who are downloading all over the world. Uh, We're going to shout out to our listeners today in the Bahamas, Aruba, and St. Martin, because it just feels like a, you know, we want to go on a vacation to the Caribbean right now. And we will be right back with Lindy Lewis. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by women in transition, women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance become clear on the value of their wisdom and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your wealthy life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. 
And we are back with Lindy Lewis. Uh, Lindy is an author and a recovering alpha female. She founded her company to empower the type A all day woman to listen to the whispers of her heart. And you can find out more about Lindy at lindylewis.com, lindylewis.com. And uh, Lindy, I'd love to have you share if you'd like. Um, You've mentioned your book a couple of times and books. You had the word, uh, the S at the end of the word book. So do you want to share with us what you've got going on in terms of books and how those help the people that you're here to serve? Thank you. Absolutely. So I have the very first book I wrote. I remember, you know, just a, a pro, when I quit my corporate life, which was very fun. I was a Broadway show presenter and had lots of esteem and identity tied up at that. And then I'm like, wow, I just had to stop everything. Mm-hmm. And I remember one night I just got that little 3 a.m. epiphany. And I talk about that in book one. And it woke me up and said, you know what? You're going to be the recovering alpha female. And I was just so like, that's what you'll be. And here I am, you know, 15 years later, living very healthy with MS in a very sweet new partnership after many years and um, book three just finished during COVID. So, and the first one is recovering alpha female and it's filled with ahas. They're just my ahas. Like it's a fight to fit. It's the wrong fit or progress, not perfection or uh, hold space, holding space for the ugly sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And the second book is this concept of inspiring grace as an alphaholic. So I talk about being an alphaholic. And again, that's that type A all day. And that's where I had to kind of say, you know, own the alpha, say, we love her. We Mm -hmm. love, love, love her. She's massively wonderful. And so it's filled with about 16 more ahas that teach us to unwind the mind and choose the checklist instead of, you know, just everything like put some mindfulness things on there, lay your, lay, put your feet in the sand or in the grass or just into earth for a minute or get a massage or pay it forward with a coffee or something. I mean, just schedule those onto your checklist as well. And then the last book, which was, it's really like, it's so exciting because I had no idea what was going to be the authentic alpha, but it is the alpha alchemy. And it's this uh, concept of living in grace, living grounded in grace. And, and it's really filled with more ahas that teach you to live. Grace is, is really, it's not just a prayer. It's, it's truly a lifestyle and mm. it's a lifestyle of, with yourself. And so there are three books. It's a series. They're in full color. They're full of all kinds of wisdom. And it talks about, you know, how to be hard yet soft. Mm. And there's a lot of strength in that. And I think it's the power versus force concept that uh, Hawkins writes about. Hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of beautiful people out there that are doing the same kind of work. And I think it's really important for people to just plug in what helped me with my books. Not only they were cathartic and they helped me stay in the walk of grace, but share some, they're humbling blocks. I mean, I, there's some hard lessons in there, like being the black sheep. I mean, I, I celebrate being the black sheep, but it took me a long time to break away from the family conditioning because I have a wonderful family. So those are the three books in a nutshell. And I have a a very active um, Instagram, which is let your color out, which just is all about, you know, doing you and your quirks just make you colorful. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's one of the books as you start to own your quirks, instead of judging them, you're just like, oh, that just makes me a little more unique. Yeah. So the books are just full of some of that wonderful wisdom. And I've just, I've really enjoyed them. I'm very proud of them. And the fun thing is I've just moved to the next layer. So now I've, you know, started the workbooks and workshops. Beautiful. Well, there's a few things that you mentioned there that I just want to uh, highlight for our, our listeners. 
grounded in grace. I, I love that phrase. And what I heard though, was how important it is to actually get literally physically grounded, like put your yeah. feet in the sand, put your yeah. feet on the earth. Uh, before when we were in the green room, you were talking about being in the garden. Before I came on to do this interview today, I spent a good portion of the day out harvesting, foraging uh, for mushrooms. And I got turned on to mushrooms this year. And so now I'm spending even more time outdoors and it's very grounding and very important. And the other thing that you said, which I really loved was humbling blocks. I've heard of stumbling blocks before, but humbling blocks, that's a really unique turn of phrase. So I'd love to have you talk about when you are working with the women that you work with you know, what are some of the humbling blocks that they run into that you support them through? Uh, great question. I think one of the biggest is this concept of we're not enough. I mean, and that's that perfection. I mean, I think that is age old right, across the board. And I think that's so often the case we're not measuring up. And what I try to do is I start to introduce this sort of it's a language of love. Like that's I, I talk about it and it's really taking a few extra minutes to just slow down and soften. And for example, if I just start out with a kind of, that's one of the kind of homework tasks I would give you is wake up every morning. We're talking three, five minutes earlier. That's it. Don't fly out of bed. Don't look at your phone. Give yourself five minutes to just open, just let Mm -hmm. your body start to just rise and just take, I mean, that would be a a very easy principle that just in those moments, you can start to connect with yourself, what happens so often is we, we abandon ourselves by being everything to everybody that we truly abandon our authentic voice. And in that process, we're being something that everybody else wants us to be and not really who we're here to be. And honestly, our world needs the women showing up in their naturally nurturing nature as soon as possible, Mm. because there's a lot of anger and divisiveness on the planet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hear that. Yeah, that's the grounded in grace, you know, and that helps plugging into the earth. You, you know, you can use candles. All That's another thing. So I just have lots of little tips and tools that help me because it, it's a constant practice. I'll always be alpha and I love her. But if she's not where you can live healthy, yeah, she's your adrenal glands. You know, yeah. she's she's fight or flight. And I want to really empower the rest digest phase. Yeah, beautiful. Well, we could spend another hour on a conversation about yeah. today, about that. So, uh, but uh, we don't yeah. have oh boy, don't we don't have that available to us right now. I do in the last couple of minutes that we do have with one another, Lindy. One of the things I want to come back to is this idea of the celebrated life, oh. and I actually want to out myself with a personal story about specifically about celebration. I was in a mastermind group and we were doing a team building exercise at one of these, you know, mastermind, it was called a retreat, but it wasn't really a retreat. It was a charge ahead kind of uh, environment. Right. And so we did this beautiful team building exercise and it was multiple exercises we had to do. So this was the first one, my team one, team yellow one, and everybody was jumping up and down. I was jumping up and down and literally passed out on the beach. I literally passed out on the beach and then kind of came to, and everybody else was still jumping up and down. And as a result of that experience, what the insight that I got was like, I'm not even allowed to celebrate. Like I literally checked out. 
I checked out and I was not allowed, like there was some part of me that was not allowed to celebrate. And when I got that epiphany, it became an intentional choice for me to begin the process of actively celebrating. And that's one of the things this podcast does is it gives me an opportunity like, oh, we're in 90 countries now and I'm celebrating. So I'm getting into that energy of celebrating. So in the last couple of minutes that we have, I'd love to have you talk about this piece about not being able to celebrate if that's more relevant or how you help people to actually shift into creating a celebrated life for themselves. That's incredible. I echo your story. Same experience. You know, when I was the single mom trying to get everything, there was a day I was standing out there and I'm like, my gosh, I think I've got this. And at that exact moment, I was like, not, well, there's this to do this, to do this, to do. Like I started to scold myself. Like I wouldn't even let myself say, God darn it, girlfriend, you've just been through a diagnosis, a very hard divorce, a child with a learning challenge. And and you can't even, so at that moment, it took me two books to celebrate myself. And that is the alchemy. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, it's right now, happy equinox Mm -hmm. today. (laughs) Well, we're into fall now, all of us. And um, this is a time to go in and this is a time to celebrate and like reap the rewards of our, our summer abundance and labor and hard work, and we can rest. And I think that's a natural, it happens in nature, but I really encourage people to do those. I I think I help people celebrate by helping them really write up a good checklist and we put on their hot baths and we get, you know, we put on their little medicine bundle or whatever. And it does a medicine bundle doesn't need to be a shamanic, although of course I do love those, but it can be something from your own garden. It can be a mushroom that just reminds you and teleports you to that moment in time that just helps you drop in and breathe. And again, the reason is that's where we can live healthy. Mm. That's where your body heals. Yeah. Well, and everybody is striving in our world now for, you know, the measure, right? The measure of the numbers in the bank account. And what good is that if you don't have your health? And I think Corona definitely gave a lot of people a wake-up call. And hopefully this conversation with Lindy has given you a wake-up call as well. You know, it has to start with your health and that is the foundation of your wealth and all the other good things, you know, your, your, what you are passing along to your progeny as well is, you know, not just money, but meaning. And so thank you so much, Lindy, for bringing your beautiful soul and your meaning and your heart and your grace to our conversation today. Listeners, we love feedback. Please let us know what you think of the show by calling into our listener line at 540-402-0043, extension 4343, or you can send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode 
at wickedlysmartwomen.com.